welcome back to Green Cows Don't Fly, Chapter 20. And I've got B with me here, as usual, in the Green Room Cafe. And B, we can nearly see the winning post here. Yes, nearly the end. The bitter end. The bitter end, or they do know, oh. as they sometimes say. Yes, only a, new, only a few more chapters. What about five or four more episodes and chapters? Somewhere yes, there? yes. We've got to tie up all oh. these loose ends, or AI has. Oh dear, it'll be the end. The bitter the end. end. Yeah. Oh, talking of the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my pet fly may have popped its clogs. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I don't know much about your pet fly. Go on ahead. <laughs> well, about two weeks ago, it sort of was middle of February, or whatever that was. Um, this fly appeared in my bathroom, in my right. bath, yeah, without watering it, obviously, mm-hmm. and um, it just sat there, didn't do a thing, right. Um, and by the evening, it had moved to the wall and then stayed on the wall, stuck to the wall for days. Right. And then it moved to one window ledge and stuck there for days. Oh, it's not the most energetic fly, that. No. But it eventually slacker. ended up on. <laughs> Pull your weight, mate. Yeah. And eventually, it ended up on the um, other window ledge. Yes. And the other right. day, so I thought, yesterday I thought, well, maybe it's hungry because. You know, there's nothing to eat in the bathroom for a fly. No. Well, probably not much there. anyway. <laughs> Let's not go there. Yes. So I put this cab biscuit in front of it. <laughs> cab biscuit? What did you expect? To sort of it, to take it, fly off with it, suspend it like a helicopter below, like a tunic <laughs> helicopter? No, but I kind, of, I kind of expected to land on it like it does on cow shit, right? Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. But no, it did nothing. So it's just sitting there with that cat biscuit in front of it. So I think it's um, it's an ex-fly now. I Doesn't think. What shall I do? Great. Doesn't sound great. And, um, shall I hoover him up? <laughs> I might do. I might give him a, a you know a decent burial, burial at sea or something like that because he doesn't sound like he's in good shape. Or um, burial on the down the loo. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Quick flush and gone. Sorry, fly lovers out there. But I tell you what. I tell you what. Before you do that, and if he's listening. Maybe if Sir David Attenborough is listening, he could maybe contact the show and uh, tell us what we should do. <laughs> yeah, it'll be um, David Attenborough features on Green Cows Don't Fly. Yes. Talking about flies. Yes. Fly observations. <laughs> he could it's lurk fun. in my bathroom. And, no, actually, no, that's not a good idea. Lurk in the bathroom <laughs> no, and watch the fly. <laughs> no, poke his head out from around the shower curtain or the shower door. <laughs> Hello. Binoculars. Are what are you doing? <laughs> But apart, apart, apart from that, I suppose we'd better get on and get on with this damn show of ours. <laughs> we should, really. Uh, what happened last week? Do you remember what happened? You oh, know yeah, you I do. don't, do I you? Do, you yeah, never, yeah. No, you don't. Well, no, I don't really. <laughs> but imagine, um, we'd done this, imagine we'd done this intro once, we got totally mixed up and then we checked. Then we might know. We should really know. Well, we should know. I seem to remember they were in a bus or getting on a bus with Bogner. They were just hanging off the cliff and they were being saved by this little girl and her um, need for ice cream. Yes. It's all very gripping, got, wasn't it? She got all her friends, didn't she? And then some inflatable dinghy came along with um, traffickers. Yeah, traffickers. And we, we, took a bit of a, we took a bit of a left field noir turn again because, we, of course, this is noir and noir has been a bit low on, on the uh, on the, radar, on the noir so. bit. So we noired it up a bit. <laughs> yes, it got a bit depressing, actually. Well, this is the modern world we live in. So, so what? what um, so, so, yes. Anyway, I can't remember. Anyway, Brian, I don't know what I'm doing. We're struggling here, Brian. Brian, Brian, help! This show really is buzzing. Did you see what I did there? Oh yeah, it's very good, Brian. A pun, eh? Hmm. 
And a very posh pun. Yes, very pun. Very no card. <laughs> there are. We finally heard some of your training there, Brian. Chapter 20. The Wrath of Barbage III. The questers watch as the dinghy sets off from the beach. The captain is sitting in the back smoking a large Cuban cigar. The man with a gun, who has now become the man with a paddle, dabs at the water. First to the right and then to the left. Right, left, right, left. The man with the gun becomes the man with the paddle. Nice bit of multitasking there. It's good to see that our traffickers have uh, got, you know, multi-skilled, isn't it? Yes, I can imagine it'd be quite handy to be able to do both. Yes, and the big, you know... people mean, and wallop them over the head with a paddle. Yeah, meanwhile, you know, Mr Big's got his cigar on the go, so he doesn't care. He's neither paddling nor poking a gun. I like the way he goes, right, left, right, left. It's quite <laughs> sort of military, isn't it? It is, yeah, yes. Well, of course, you know what happens if you go right, 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 don't you? You just go around in circles, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> they need a sail. It'd be so much easier if they just had a sail. He probably did. You know what? He probably did one of those training courses that are all the go. You know, he probably went on his how to use a paddle training course and got a certificate for the end of it. I don't think traffickers usually go on to health and safety courses. Ah, maybe. <laughs> Only a matter of time if they don't. Health and safety <laughs> courses everywhere else. It's slow progress. Getting to France might take some time. Crazel says, good riddance to those bastards. Yes, agrees Pristina, good riddance indeed. Ologia nods, and says, I say good riddance also. To which Grandolf adds, and if I may add my voice to the general clamor, good riddance. Yep, chimes in hologram Bob. Good riddance. I'm taking a wild guess there, but I think they may be pleased that they're gone. Unanimous decision, I think. The man with the paddle, who is the man with the gun, is still dabbing left and right but getting nowhere fast. Without warning, the sky darkens. A chill wind springs up and howls as it sweeps in from the sea. Waves froth and bubble, rather like a gaga machine making a sea-sized cup of cappuccino. Unannounced, an enormous dark, black tentacle, rises out of a wave beside the dinghy. It's thrashing around as if trying to find something, the tentacle that is, not the dinghy. It finds something. It's the captain. The tentacle is joined by a second tentacle, making it a total of two tentacles now. They wrap themselves around the captain, knocking the cigar out of his clenched teeth. It lands in the dinghy. This is very bad writing. Why? Well, the tentacle that is, not the dinghy. It oh, finds yes. well, something. Yeah, yeah. It's the captain. Yes. The tentacle is joined by a second tentacle. Yes. It's all very... Um, Making a total of two write. tentacles. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was. Technically, it was correct, wasn't it? Yes. 
Yeah, we know this bloke who says, you know, if you give your readership a chance to misconstrue or misunderstand, they will. Well, he's not giving the readers a chance there. He's making it very, very, very clear. I think it could be Sledgehammer Pros, couldn't it? A new genre. <laughs> Paddle Pros. Paddle not Pros, sl- yeah. <laughs> The cigar's lit tip punctures the dinghy. There's a sort of PFFT sound as the dinghy begins to deflate. But that's the least of the occupant's worries. Six more slimy tentacles thrash around the distressed dinghy. They're twisting themselves, not only around the captain but also the man formerly with the gun but now with the paddle. Well, that's it. Captain and paddle gun man are toast. Wet toast. With butter, thank you. The demon tentacles pull them under the waves, screaming and shrieking as they disappear from view. That's the captain and the paddle man who are screaming and shrieking, not the tentacles. The punctured dinghy, now completely deflated, floats on the waves like a sheet of plastic. Grandolf says, nobody's going to get too upset about those gits meeting a sticky end. No, says Crazel. No, says Ologia. No, says Pristina. Nope says hologram bob well i agree gates got what they had coming to them didn't they they deserve it they're toast Wet yeah. toast <laughs> Wet toast, <laughs> Wet toast with butter. butter it's an interesting combo that <laughs> hmm. i don't know Actually, if i'd like that um i don't know i may have said that before but i find toast very very annoying yeah you did but i can't remember what annoys you i mean still what's what's toast ever done to get your annoyance well, you're really hungry and you really want something, but you've got yeah. nothing in the cupboard yeah, but toast. bread. So all you can have is toast with butter. That is just so annoying. Well, you should keep some peanut butter in your cupboard or some Marmite or Biscoff or... Oh, Biscoff. Or what's that stuff you have? Cashews? No, um, pistachio butter. pistachio butter, butter yeah. Yes, yeah, have some in there. Yeah, but I, that doesn't last in my cupboard. I'll tell you about toast. You should, funny you should mention toast. Toast is one of those things. Toast can be either lovely... Or bloody horrible. Or bloody burnt. <laughs> or burnt. Well, I like it a bit burnt, actually. Then they see it. A cloud is forming directly above the spot where the bus driver, or as we suspect, Barbage the Third landed when the bus did its emergency stop on the pier. Look, Grandolf, says Crazel. What do you make of that? Crazel points skyward, sort of out to seaward. Hum, I don't know says Grandolf. Looks like trouble. Let us fly. I feel it in my water. Something bad will come of it. It reminds me of the time I starred with Stallone in the film The Evil Cloud of Draculus. But it's too late. The cloud has spread rapidly and is now hovering over the entire town of Worthing. The Evil Cloud of Draculus. I don't think I ever saw that. Did you see that, B? No. <laughs> Straight to the cutting room floor, Brian, by the sound of things. <laughs> In his dreams, maybe. <laughs> but I'm thinking the cloud over um, Worthing. Why are they worried? Isn't that kind of a normal <laughs> <laughs> English summer? A woman, wearing a bathing costume, walks by, clearly not best pleased. 
she's arguing with her husband who's wearing shorts and who is struggling to carry two fold-up sunbeds and a picnic hamper. They're hurrying back towards the car park. The woman says, bloody typical. What did I say David? We should have gone to Spain. You can be sure of the weather in Spain. But no, let's have a staycation in the UK. Were things meant to be nice you said? But, Hilda, says the man. The woman cuts him off with a stare. I don't know why I let you talk me into it. Look at that bloody sky. It's going to piss it down any moment, says the woman. But, says the man. No buts David. To the car and not another word, snarls the woman as they pass out of earshot. Ooh, dear. Snapshot of life there. Yeah, I, think, I think I've overheard that kind of conversation in the past. I think we have. I think I've been David in the past. <laughs> I've probably been Hilda in the past. Back to the car. Not another word. Crazel giggles. Poor bastard. I'd hate to be in his swimming pants. Indeed, says Pristina, hoping he means shoes. She then adds, looks like two weeks in the doghouse for him, not to mention a box of chocolates the size of one of those American double refrigerators. Ologia nods in agreement. But there's no time to take that any further because a voice emerges from on high. The voice says, miserable excrescences, did you really think you could best, I? Or perhaps that should be me? By which I'm referring to, I, or, is it me, Barbage the Third? A blizzard begins out of nowhere. Snowflakes falling nineteen to the dozen, covering up the sand, or perhaps pebbles, in ten seconds flat. No doubt, hapless David got well and truly kicked up the arse by Hilda at this point, but as they're likely back at the car by now and to all intents and purposes out of this story, we'll probably never know. Although, absolutely last word on this, David really should have booked Spain. Good weather guaranteed 100% every time. Temperatures nearly always in the 80s and rarely a drop of rain. Two things. Mm -hmm. The voice, that's Barbish a third right in the cloud. Yeah. Am I right? Yes, I think so, yeah, yeah. Good. And the other thing, um, do you think Brian slotted the Spain bit in there because he's now trying to do some product placement too? He may have done. Fancy's a holiday. Yeah, fancy's a holiday. Costel, so Alicante, somewhere like that, somewhere nice and sunny. Spain tourist born. Yeah, if you're listening, guys, we'll go too. We'll carry his bags. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, all the UK holidaymakers have fled, leaving only the questers standing there. It's looking bad for them. As the cloud seems to have an endless supply of shit to fling in their direction. Grandolf summons up his best plummy and booming voice. The one he used when starring with Sir Kenneth Branagh in Shakespeare and Mozart, who's the greatest. Begone, foul barbage, Grandolf calls out. Get thee away to your overlord, king, lardy, flardas and tell him to keep himself to his side of the fast hole where he belongs, or things will go bad for him. 
Grandolf literally howls at the sky. It's very impressive. His voice is commanding. Loud yet mellow with a certain Janice Koi that says don't mess with me. Jenny said what? <laughs> the three years at Rada certainly stand him in good stead. But impressive as the voice may have been, it doesn't go very well. Fell screams and cries echo down from inside the jet black cloud. Listen to me, says the voice in the cloud, which save to say, we've established by now belongs to Barbage the third. If you think a silly past his sell by date lovey like you is going to bother me, then think again. Barbage's voice is cold and mocking. Dripping with cold mockery. She's a right nasty so and so. Oh yeah? Sneers Grandolf. Yeah, you bet, old man, counters Barbage. Well we'll see about that then, won't we? Says Grandolf. Come on then. Let's be having you. Hit me with your best shot, screams Barbage. It's all gonna kick off then. It looks that way. Yeah. Hit me with your best shot. Shame he hasn't got any wine with him again this time. He could uncork a few bottles into the cloud, couldn't he? <laughs> and is that Barbage or Pat Benatar I wonder up in that cloud? I'm still not concerned. I'm, I'm still not convinced. Uh, why? Hit me with okay. your best shot. Pat Benatar song. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, she's, she's maybe doing a show at the end of Worthing Pier. <laughs> Switch on the Christmas light. Well, no, it's summer, isn't it? <laughs> well, still, could be an early, though. Christmas is getting ever earlier, isn't it? Seems to be, yeah. So you might as well um, start lights on early. Since um, you can get Christmas cards in July anyway. Very well. But don't say I didn't warn you, shouts Grandolf. Ooh. I'm shaking up here in my cloud. I really am terrified. Not. Barbage mocks. It's a standoff, and it's down to whoever blinks first. Give an inch now, Grandolf, and the quest is as good as lost. Someone, not sure who, flicks open, a gold pocket watch. Not sure why either. One of those ones that plays a tune. It sounds similar to a musical box from Victorian times. Someone else, again, not sure who, plays a note in a rapid staccato on an electric guitar. It's likely a low G-flat or possibly just B, natural. But the guitar quickly dies away in a wash of reverb. God, I think Gaia's lost it now. <laughs> I think he's found it, actually. I think what he's found is, somewhere along the way, he's been uh, dipping into Sergio Leone stuff. Why? Well, that's very much like the uh, one of the... Big ending scenes of the fistful of dollars, or for a few dollars more, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Can't remember which one though. What, what they did that kind of thing, did they? They did do that kind of thing, yeah. Little tune. Play guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Open a pocket watch. Open a pocket watch. Little musical box. Yeah, very heightens attention. Well, so maybe um, AI is quite. What's the word? I don't know. Stupid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's kind of. Well-versed in movies. He might be, but he's better versed in movies than I am. Oh, yeah, that's likely. <laughs> that's, that's, only one of, that's one of the very few modern movies that I know about. 
1969. That's that's pretty up to date, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the damn bastards. <laughs> All is silent except for the chiming blink, blink, blink of the watch. Grandolf looks up at the cloud. The cloud looks down on Grandolf. Up, down, up, down, up, down. An orchestral theme starts somewhere and then builds slowly. The sound engineer mixes the musical watch a little louder so all can hear it. The watch and orchestra are playing the same melody. Both continue together, getting ever louder. The crescendo is building, building, building. Grandolf looks up at the cloud. The cloud looks back down. Up, down, up, down. The music reaches its climax. A cow moose. Then total silence save for the wind. I think he was going for a cinematic ending there. Very the cinematic. <laughs> Very cinematic, yes. It reminded me of something. Can't think of what, you know, but it reminded me of something. Something you've seen in a movie. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I can't wait next week. What's going to happen? Well... Somebody will die. Either. Hopefully that plane Randolph was pissed off. Cohen's. <laughs> what plane? <laughs> oh, the one above your head? Yeah, the one above my head. Sorry about the noise. I'm, we're doing this from an aircraft hangar today. <laughs> from our bunker. <laughs> <laughs> Just had a Chinook going over. Just had a, a big plane going over. Is that anything we should worry about? No, I hope not. Let's hope not. Well, yeah, I suppose we better think about going then. And, uh, reconvening next week if the world's still with us. Yeah, and maybe Barbage wins and maybe Grandolf wins, we'll see. One of them's going to have to win, I hope so. I guess in the meantime, though, can you do the needful and can you follow us on all our various different social media things and like us and send us emails to uh, gcdon'tfly at gmail and all that stuff? Twitters and Instagrams. What pathetic sort of plot of placements did we do this week? Oh, yes, we're after Spanish tourist board, if you're listening. Mm. We're amenable. Was there anything else we tried to blag? Toast? Yeah. Toast, yeah. Toast toast manufacturers, yes. Bread. <laughs> Take any, anyone and everyone's bread, as long as it's free. And fresh. Fresh, oh yes, fresh, yes. And, um, no, that's it, really. Okay, well, time... Oh, in Attenborough, we we, we wanted um, oh, yes, an endorsement David. from Attenborough. Sir David, yes, next one of your big blockbuster natural history things. Get yeah, tell me there. what to do with my fly. Yeah, <laughs> my but, dead but, fly. But, but, but reason, no, yeah, because it'll still be there. It'll probably be mummified by then, but you never know. I do clean. Oh, do you? Okay. <laughs> Regularly. Do you clean round the fly? Have you been cleaning round the fly for the last couple of weeks? <laughs> no, he's only just popped his clogs. Oh, is he? Okay, poor little thing. So I'm going to hoover him up in a minute. Well, on that very, 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 very sad note, I think we better go. We can have to fly. <laughs> See you next week. Goodbye.